0: It's not Red Friday, but it's Prep Friday because this long weekend gets you ready for the action in the NFL and Chiefs versus Raiders. How did we get to this point? What does this ball game mean today on Locked on Chiefs?
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast.
0: Welcome back, everybody. It is Red Friday. I know it didn't quite feel like that on a Monday night football week, but that's the way that it goes. We're brought to you by Online. Get there for everything that you need to get your money in the action. It's Online where the game starts. We have a lot that we need to take a, a bigger view of today. It's not just who's going to be ready. I think these teams will get to, to the strength they're going to get to. We'll have more of a report for you here coming on Monday as they get ready for the Raiders. A lot has been done this season to get to this point in trying to combat the Kansas City Chiefs. Did any of it work for anybody, let alone these Raiders? We'll get to that today. But thanks for making us your first listen. Check out another lockdown show for your next one. Maybe the draft show, maybe the Raiders show. I'm sure Q has a couple of things to say. We have a lot here. I'm Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics, RGR Football, and NFL 33.
1: And I'm Chris Clark. You can talk about a lot of different things going into this week and this weekend. Uh, Chiefs have a lot of questions. And if you did not get a chance, go check out the Locked On crossover with Q on Locked On Chiefs and Locked On Raiders. I think we did it. I think he covered a lot of information that was great. Uh, Talked about Josh McDaniels and their passing game and how it is looking so far this year. I think that there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the Raiders and what we've seen so far and what we could see. And not to mention that, you know, we probably should talk about this Chiefs team that is really quite a conundrum in a lot of ways over the first four weeks.
0: Well, I think that's the place to start, right? Because it's it's one thing to have the matchup with your rival that's in your division. It's another thing to, to really reshape the way you play the game. And I think we are ex- in our excitement about the fact that they finally did it. Now comes the question is, can they repeat it? Will they repeat? Trying to play more balanced, trying to play with more volume of run, and quite frankly, playing at an offensive intensity that we haven't seen to this point this season. Do you think that that's, that's easy to retain? Like, is that the focus of what they're trying to bring to next week? Or is it like, hey, we got it done once to prove it, and now we can go back to, like, trying to sling it?
1: I think they're going to try to sling it this week. I don't think that they're going to try to bring the same intensity this week against the Raiders. I think that they probably should try to get in a rhythm because they're going to need the next week against the Bills. Uh, and the 49ers are after the Bills, and then they have their bye. So it's going to be a tough stretch. Uh, regardless of how this next game plays out. So I think that they should try to bring the intensity. But I also kind of understand why they would kind of let off this week a little bit. Uh, you just have to be careful how much you let off.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's critical. And in this league, anytime time that you let off and think that you're, you're in good shape, that's when you get bit. And that's what I want to start with, is getting bit, because this whole division has been gunning for this roster since the end of last season. Everybody went out and made moves to try to be able to keep up scoring points with the Kansas City Chiefs. It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked for the the Broncos in acquiring Russell Wilson. It certainly hasn't worked for the Raiders in acquiring Devontae Adams, and that's really the big story to me is you went out and you made it a focal point to get a weapon that you feel tips the scales for you to be able to compete with Patrick. Really tried to capitalize twice on the fact that Patrick lost Tyreek Hill. At this point, though, I don't feel – yes, the Chiefs are taking a step back, but I don't feel that they're at a disadvantage in any way, even with Devontae Adams on the field, because they're not getting him the ball. They're not doing a good enough job to really take advantage of what Devontae Adams is. Is that how you see it as well, or am I, am I blowing smoke here?
1: No, that's how I see it as well, and I also will say we didn't talk about it, but it's, or you didn't mention it, but I don't think the Chargers took it as big of a step forward as they were hoping to this offseason as well. Uh, I think their defense looked really good to start, but they have injuries, and they have injuries every single year. And it's always the same thing: is can this team stay healthy? Well, obviously they can at this point. Uh, they're two and two, and they're uh, basically two games behind Kansas City because they lost to Kansas City. So something to watch there. And, and I still think they're they're probably the cream of the crop when it comes to the AFC West outside of the Chiefs. Uh, but you start talking about Devontae Adams, and, and Q talked about it a lot as well in our crossover. They've really tried to focus on the running game and they've been trying to get, you know, Adams, the ball and Adams involved. The Mm -hmm. problem is, is that teams are double covering him. Uh, Sertan did a great job in Denver last week. Yeah. Uh, He played very well against Adams and I, Kansas city. I love Snead. I just don't think he's the same type of corner that Sertan is. I think Sertan, that's going to be tough to beat. And if, the other thing is, is I don't think the Kansas City is going to put Snead on Adams and just let him be there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that That's not how they play. So I think they're going to probably look at a doubling Adams and and try to adjust that way.
0: That that's my thought as well. We'll have more of an idea come Monday, but it's it's really about for me. Is if it's Snead, that's one thing because then you got to feel that it, while you're right, Adams still probably has a bit of an advantage. At least it's a competitive matchup. It it's when. They try to funnel so much work to Adams that I think they get ahead of themselves. I hope that they try to establish the run again because the Chiefs have been great against the run this season. That's not something that's going to pay off for the Los Angeles, Los Angeles. I said ah, for the Vegas Raiders. Um, I think there's a couple of other guys that could really help them that have kind of you know attributes about their game that generally do hurt the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe they're not consistent enough. Maybe they're not they're not able to exploit it enough. That comes back to the coaching too. We got to talk about both of those things coming up. But we have a great new friend in Simply Safe, and I want to tell you about them because you have to treat your home like the end zone. It has to be guarded. You have to do everything you you need to do to keep things out, keep your stuff protected. They are a twenty four seven professional monitoring agent who always have your back, and you always know that your home is safe with Simply Safe. All you have to do is check out their technology, whether it's controlling your system from your phone, whether you can see the the HD crystal clear video from your security cameras anywhere that you want, or the wide variety of, of high tech sensors that you can use to safeguard your home and your end zone. That's really the name of the game. You can share a time uh, as much as you want with whoever you want, wherever you want, and feel that the homestead is safe. And I, sorry, I use the word homestead because that's what I call mine. That end zone is what you're trying to take care of, and that's what you need Simply Safe for. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes by going to simplysafe.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash locked on NFL. You save 20% on your system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you get the first month free. Visit SimplySafe.com slash locked NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Simply safe is what Josh McDaniels might have thought he was when he was able to work out the acquisition of Devontae Adams to try and pair with Derek Carr. You got to feel good about that as an offensive play caller when you get that kind of talent, right? It's become troublesome. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, yeah, I think you do. But I agree. It's become more troublesome. It's become they're staring down Devontae Adams. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. You would think that because they played in college, they'd have great chemistry. And this is also something we talked about on the crossover. They're just not there yet. And I look at a situation in Kansas City with MBS and Patrick Mahomes. How many passes have we seen Mahomes miss to MBS over the the first four games? And they're just not on the same page. They don't have that chemistry yet. And I'm not trying to compare MBS and Devontae Adams. And I'm definitely not trying to compare Mahomes and Carr. But the reality is is that chemistry is something that is built over time and they don't have that yet with the Raiders and Carr or sorry, with Carr and Adams and Mahomes and MBS. And I think that's really the big problem is eventually they will get there and then that's going to become trouble. But until they get to that point where they can know where each other or is going to expect the other one to be, that's going to be a problem. And I don't think they're there yet. And I think that you're also looking at a situation where Adams is trying to learn a new offense. And Carr's trying to learn a new offense. Everything's new this year. Yeah. Offense and defense.
0: I think what's what's really interesting about this is Josh McDaniels has had a knack at getting the most out of quarterbacks, particularly aging quarterbacks. So you would think that this pairing is something that could work out. What you see when you take a look at efficiency from the pocket and when under pressure, Carr and and the Raiders as a team as a whole – are drastically under efficient below zero when they're pressured and even in a clean pocket is barely above the the zero mark uh, you now th- this data is from uh from our stats and you can see some of it on pff as well what that says is that despite all uh, the prowess in in play development in personnel recognition and how to use them Josh McDaniels isn't getting a bump from Derek Carr or the passing offense at all in fact If anything, they've slid backwards a little bit because you would hope that from a clean pocket, Derek Carr is able to to work a little bit more and get more things done. They're not utilizing Waller enough. When you take a look at at his scope of of the game plan, I don't think that it's enough. Now, that's a matchup that the Chiefs have to be particularly careful about. But if you're not going to use him, what's what's the point?
1: Well, not only are you not using him enough, you also have been in a situation where you haven't had Hunter Renfro the past couple of games. Uh, he's been out with a c- concussion. It sounds like Q believes that he's going to play this week. So Renfro could be back. What I would say about that is that even if he's back, I don't think he's going to be in midseason form because he's missed a couple of games and it was the start of the season to begin with. So, uh, And he's dealing with the same thing that Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller are all dealing with, learning a new offense together, trying to get on the same page, trying to know what everything is going to be. And until they get to that point, this offense is going to continue to struggle. And one of the things that Q said that I think is so relevant to this conversation is this game in Kansas City in week five is going to be way different than what I expect week 18 to be like. And and what do you mean? Elaborate on that. Kansas City's offense should be in full force and humming with MVS and all the other additions they've had. But also I think – Las Vegas's offense will have the time to get to a point where they have chemistry. They have mm. an idea of what they're supposed to be doing. So I do think that you look at some of these inefficiencies that they have right now, I think they're going to figure those out. And I'm not trying to say Derek Carr's a great quarterback, but I do think he can be a above-average starter uh, and maybe even a good quarterback if he's got the right pieces around him. I, I, I would yell
0: at you if you were
1: saying that. So we're, we're safe. No, I understand. That
0: <laughs> I'm... I, I don't know. I struggle with that whole concept. It It is, it, I, I see what you mean in, in play time together, more snaps together. Hopefully you can build that camaraderie. You can build and find honestly what your, your team dynamic has to be. A lot of people uh, say, you know, teams don't know who they are. Well, coaches don't well, necessarily know who they are either.
1: Right. And the, and the big question I have is Does just Josh McDaniels understand what his players do great. Because that's one of the keys that Andy Reid is so successful with year in and year out is he puts his yeah. players in a in their best position to be successful. And McDaniels, I don't think understands that with his team yet. And I'm not saying he's going to get there this year, but I still think they're going to be better off in Week 18 than they're than they're showing so far to this point.
0: I I have to think so as well. Now I think we should take a couple looks at specific players to watch. We don't we don't need to guard the matchup yet, but but who stands out? Who is playing well? for Las Vegas Raiders, Raiders, and is it something that the Chiefs can then roll what they've been doing towards conquering that as well? We'll do that on the backside of this.
1: BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of your latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis of every game you find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information and with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and any other sport that Ryan likes to go and try to figure out, like cricket maybe?
0: No. Head to BetOnline.net.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Head to BetOnline.net to use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, don't tempt me. Don't tempt I, you, huh? If
0: I could skate, I'd try to play with a flat hockey stick, but uh, a cricket paddle, I just um, – no. And I don't even know if it's called a paddle. So forgive me, all of you UK fans. Um, enlighten me from around the world. I'm not sure how to actually refer to that. Um, yeah, I, I like sports where you throw guys around, not, not objects. So, hey, that's Fair what enough. I can do. <laughs> so that said, I, I think – We spent all this time talking about McDaniels in the offense and and really what it needs to be. What we're not talking about enough, in my opinion, is that Max Crosby is still Max Crosby, if not better, this season. And the Chiefs have been wanting at the tackle position on both sides. Uh, Kudos to Wiley, who I think is hanging in there pretty good. But as I understand, Orlando Brown's playing through some issues physically. That doesn't make for a good matchup this week. I don't know that it's enough to be exploited. Do you?
1: I don't know. I think it's interesting because you watch what Max Crosby did to Andrew Wiley last year, and it was not anywhere where you would have expected it. Wiley stood up pretty well to Max Crosby. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's going to continue happening this year. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. We will see. But Brown is going to be an issue uh, if he can't play a little bit better I thought he played well early on in the season at least at at times and now at this point he's struggling and he cannot continue to struggle if Kenzie is going to be uh, effective offensively and if my bigger issue isn't necessarily even preparing for this game it's can he be healthy enough to actually play a full game against the Bills because Mm -hmm. if we see Orlando Brown out there like what he's played at times this season over the past couple of weeks you're going to have huge issues against the Bills. Yeah. It's not going to be hard to see from here. Um,
0: I don't know that they can afford to take him out much, though. Do you?
1: No, I don't think they can afford to take him out. I'm just saying that he's got to get to a point where he can play a little bit better and he can at least anchor and keep the bull rush off. I mean, he's always struggled a little bit with the speed, but if he can anchor and keep the bull rush off, I think that's going to help. Uh, And right now, he, he doesn't look like he's able to do that to, to what you would expect. I mean, I've seen him on his back a few too many times or on his side because he's lunging or yep. just out of position. And you can't do that as an offensive lineman. I you definitely can't do that as an off, as a left tackle against good competition. Chandler Jones is going to be another guy that could give this team trouble. But at the same time, you start looking ahead to, to other matchups and you really have to worry about uh, Buffalo in week six and and Nick Bosa in week seven.
0: Yeah. So so this is the time to get right. And and I like Chandler. Um he hasn't quite played up to to my expectation right. for this season yet. So I agree. Let's hope that continues. But I do want to talk to like Patrick is was was steady and what they did against the Bucks if they can recreate in in making sure that they hit the quick game, that they get the ball out. I think that helps Orlando Brown, but it also helps Patrick just stay away from some of the the riskier plays. There's a guy on the defense for las vegas that's starting to come around amik robertson had a nice play the other day uh took it back for six a kid that he's the reason when i was scouting him that i found legerius need legerius's teammate uh was at corner legerius at safety there last year at la tech and that's the thing that I think that they've been missing. Um, Nothing against Rocky Sin. I think he and MVS, which is I think is going to be a matchup for, for a bit. We'll talk about that on Monday. Um, That may be a, a little bit of a battle. I'm not so sure that whoever gets Robinson's not going to have an opportunity to spring something big. Because he is a bit of a, a risk taker. Saw that in college. And what little I've seen of his film this year looks to be a little bit of the same. So Patrick can be disciplined, can get the ball out, lure everybody down, get them into the like, oh, they're just going to do what they did against the Bucs for the most part. I think they'll have play action shots that they can take, and that might be an opportunity.
1: Well, I think one of the bigger things, and obviously we got to talk about the Raiders and and focus on that game, but I think one of the bigger things you have to remember is that who is coming to town next. And I know I've said the Bills multiple times, but the reality is, is you're putting things on film for the Bills at this point. Uh, I think this team, and, I, and I'll just say it this way. I think Kansas City's good enough. I think their team is good enough to handle the Raiders if they play their game. And it shouldn't necessarily be a close game. We'll get into that talking on Monday uh, when we get into our predictions. But... They're going to have to realize, that, but I also think Andy Reid's also going to realize that this is a prime game that the Bills are going to be looking at saying, what is this team going to do? Mm-hmm. Because the Bills are going to actually be able to watch. They're going to play on Sunday, and their entire team is going to be able to watch what's going on with that Chiefs team. Well,
0: one thing that I think they'll see, and, and this is funny because I'm not sure if you know the answer already, but we'll I'll, I'll just ask you just, just for giggles here. Travis Kelsey leads the team in touchdown receptions. Who's tied with him? Uh, Clyde. Yeah. And that's something that I don't think these Bills are used to or have seen lately. Like, the fact that he's being utilized so much early, I think that's something the Chiefs can use to their advantage in their play design, particularly in their play action design, and, and get on the Bills in a way that I think they have to put on film this week in order to lure, their, lure them in just a little bit more. So... I think, and we'll talk game plan on Monday, folks, as we get ready for the ballgame, but I, I do think that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to play a bigger role in this particular game in order to set up the next game.
1: Well, I also think that you're also going to see a bigger role for maybe guys like Sky Moore and Michael Hardman. Hardman, it, the big question with Hardman is we don't know whether it was he just wasn't involved because of his heel. Uh, there, right. there is video out there that he was wide open for a touchdown pass. That's um, I don't know how that drive ended up if they got a touchdown that drive or not, but he was wide open. Patrick just missed him. And that's going to happen because Patrick was looking at the left side of the field. McColl was on the right. Um, But it, Hardman needs to be more involved in this offense and they, they need that speed on the field. They need that ability to break things open at different times. And they need to get that on tape for this bills game. And then they also need to get Sky more involved in just maybe some slants just have him do the small things, have him do the the stuff that he really hasn't done so far. He's been catching the ball, what, 10, 15 yards downfield, have him do a, you know, a five yard slant or a seven yard slant or whatever you want to do, just get him to do the smaller things. So you have him doing all the, all of those things on tape. And you're going to be in a situation where the bills are not going to know necessarily who they're going to be able to defend because like we've talked about before, if this offense gets to where they were against the Bucs, they're going to have so many different weapons. It's going to be very hard to defend them. Yeah, I agree. you can try to shut. You can try to shut down Kelsey, and maybe that will help. But when you have a guy like Fortson, you have a guy like Gray. If he can step up, and and Watson shown he can step up at times, and and McCole hasn't yet this season, but I think that that game is coming at some point. Uh, Sky Moore hasn't yet this season, but I think that game's coming. MVS and Juju have played well at times. I mean, they've already started that, that transition. And then we haven't even talked about the running backs. What are you going to be able to do with McKinnon that you haven't done yet?
0: Yeah. New wrinkles left and right. Mm-hmm. I, I say who jokingly folks. And,
1: and then, and then not only, I mean, you also have Mike Burton, but that's a whole nother ball game.
0: Uh, we don't have time to talk about Mike Burton because, <laughs> and Mike, I appreciate the words from the other day. Thank you very much. Um, there is, there is so much that can be done here. Um, we will revel in it. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a wrinkle I'd like to see on Monday, just because I've been kind of daydreaming about this one, and it does involve Colin Saunders. But we'll get there um, for today. Yeah, did you
1: like him at fullback?
0: I love it. There is a full house formation coming at some point, and it's going to work. It's going to be glorious, and I am here for it all
1: day and every day. I just want to see if they do another hungry hungry pig. Hungry pig, right? Let's go left this time. Let's change it up. Well, I mean, yeah, sure, but. <laughs>
0: So in the meantime, get ready for this ball game. We will have the preview show and our predictions on Monday. Don't miss that. Um, it's always a chance to see just how underestimating I am on the Kansas City Chiefs. And remember, the Pittsburgh Steelers are not like the lightest of foes. They can put up a fight. They will, I think, combat the Buffalo Bills pretty good. Watch that ball game. Get prepared this weekend as we get ready for Raiders Chiefs on Monday night. Thank you for spending your time with us. Happy Red-ish Friday. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back with you uh, Sunday night for the Monday show.